Welcome to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo, and today we are talking with Susanna Mahady. Susanna Mahady is our resident trademark law attorney. We are going to talk about what should you trademark? A name, a logo, a slogan? What if you're on a limited budget? What are the colors of your logo? How many different colors can you trademark? We're going to get into it in depth. And by the way, this is our first ever international podcast. Hear about it right here. Today, right now, you are either watching this live on Facebook, you are watching the video on YouTube or LinkedIn, or you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, whatever it is. Again, thank you for being here and Happy New Year. And we're going to say Happy New Year to our Wednesday regular uh, guest, and that is Susanna Mahady. She is with the law offices of Susanna Mahady, Susanna M. Mahady. She's our uh, our trademark expert. Welcome back to About Mansfield and Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. And you have a uh, you have a different background today because you've gone internet. Oh, this is our first ever international podcast. I am overseas today, and and we appreciate it that you took time out of your uh, your working vacation to uh, to be with us today. Uh, today we are talking about what should you trademark, which I think is a pretty great topic, um, and because it's it's is it a product? Is it a name? Is it a word? Is it a logo? Is it a, is, so let's, let's just go ahead and jump right in. Let's first of all, start with, I'm on a limited budget, but I want to trademark. I need to trademark something to protect my brand, my business. So go ahead and jump right into it. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great start because that happens a lot, especially when you have an entrepreneur, somebody who's just starting out their business for the first time. And obviously, you know, you do have a limited budget and it, there's always a, a, a choice to be made. Like what is the most important, um, asset that you have. And obviously your brand is, is really important. And so a lot of people will start with a name. And they may also have a logo, a design that they've created. And so you, you have to kind of determine what is it that is going to be the most, you know, public thing that people will recognize you for. And so there's a couple of ways you can do that. I mean, obviously, if you have the budget to be able to trademark both your business name and the logo that you've had someone create then, or that you've created yourself. And that's something I want to touch upon in a minute too, because it's another, there's another important issue um, that I want to talk about, but just to go back. So if you have the assets or the money or the budget to be able to do both, that's obviously the best thing. But if you don't, then you can always just, just trademark um, a logo that has the name in it. And for instance, if you have a design, and let's just use this as an example, I, I happen to be in Italy. So assuming that, you know, little mom and pop shop is selling, I don't know, tortellini tacos. I was going to so say pasta, call it yeah. <laughs> tacolinis, right? And so they create, they have someone create this really cool little logo of a tortellini inside a taco. And it's say it's an orange taco. I don't know. Well, first of all, one thing that you need to remember is that if you have somebody design a logo for you, you have to make sure that they transfer the ownership to you because, you know, there's, there's copyright loss. Obviously somebody designed something. They're the owner of that unless they're a work for hire. Okay. Type of situation. Say, say that again. 
because it, I'm sure there's somebody out there that said, wait, that sounded very important, but I missed it. Yeah. I mean, if you have, for instance, if you, if you go on some website and find somebody to draw your logo for you, design a, a, your logo, then you need to make sure that they transfer their rights or their ownership rights of that logo to you. So you that the either... designer doesn't own it. It is the the business owner owns it. Right, right. I mean, if you're working for a company, sometimes you'll be asked to sign a document that's like a work that show that talks about if you're creating things while you're working for them, it's a work for hire, then it belongs to the company. But if you're just hiring some independent contractor to draft something for you, you want to make sure that they assign their rights to that so that, that you don't have to worry about that in the future. You so. had mentioned something prior to going on the air today, which I, I think is is an important thing to touch on, and that was logo design. That And, and, and talk about the colors versus black and white. So, yeah. So, when you have a logo, obviously, a logo... You can trademark a logo just like you would, you know, a, a name or um, whatever slogan that you might use for your business. But the logo, obviously, that that's you know the shape, the design. Um, oftentimes, it could be the, the 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 font or the way that the words are placed in in this design, and and color. And so one of the limitations that you have if you do want to trademark a color is that you're only protected in that color. So it's always advisable to, to, to not claim a color when you are going to register a design that's, um, that may have a color in it. Because if you just register it without a color preference, if it's just in black and white, then you can, you're protected in any color. And so it's always best to do that. Um, obviously, if you have a brand that is identified by its color, for instance, you know, like Tiffany's or you know, Coca-Cola, like they obviously have their um, their design already well established in a color. And so that would be protected. But if you're just starting out, it's good to just have it in a generic black and white so you can be protected in any color. Well, and that makes a lot of sense because uh, you may have a different color for your brand depending on the season. Uh, obviously red and green are Christmas and pastels for Easter. So if you have a black and white trademarked logo, you're able right. to use it in any color for any, any, any season. Right, right, right. But I do think just going back to like, what, what would be the best thing to trademark? If you only have, if you had a choice, you were limited in your budget. Um, it's always best to, to trademark your name first because then at least you can use that name in any uh, format or any logo that you design. Um, but it's it's not as limited because if you have your name in a logo design, then it's only protected within that design. So you're it's almost like a picture. So you're just protected in that picture oh, that you that you've registered. Let's tell me if there's more to it than 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 just this. So you mentioned your your name, the 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 name of the business, mm -hmm. a logo, and then maybe perhaps a slogan. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else beyond that that really needs to be trademarked? Well, it really depends, and you need to really take inventory of of, of your business. I mean, if you have. You know, some people use certain designs like on, in their menu. For instance, there's a restaurant and they have, you know, this big design on the wall outside and they may have a name of the business and then they may have, you know, slogans that they use. They may have different designs for different products. 
Um, they may, there, there's so many different things that you could be trademarking <laughs> that you want to protect for your business. Like a tacolini. Like a tacolini. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, or. Well, this tacolini, you don't want it to be, you know, registered in an orange you know, color because you might want to do a Christmas tacolini and make it a different color in the holidays. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or as as we've talked about many times, the what is an enchirito, but it right. is presumably trademarked by uh, by the the taco company that. Uh, so an enchirito. Uh, yeah, yeah so I, I guess- don't know. Maybe somebody's going to jump on this and go and register my tacolini, but. I- not sure if it's something that's that's already out there, but in the minute or so that we have left, is there anything that you want to add? You want to recap, and then we'll get into your contact information. No, I think it's really important just to 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 remember that you, if you're just starting out and you do have a limited budget, and you want to make sure that I mean, you know that you want to grow your business, and and in order for your business to scale, you got to get yourself out there. You've got to make sure that you have a brand that's recognized, and so it's never too late to start by registering your name right away, even if you haven't actually started selling your product or providing the service, because you can register kind of, you know, it's like a placeholder. And then once you are able to show that you're using your mark, then you would be able to provide information to the Patent and Trademark Office to show that your brand is being used and uh, have a, a valid registration going forward. Yeah. By the way, you, uh, since we've been doing this series now, what, about five or six weeks, and you have have really opened my eyes to, uh, I, I see the little TM, and then I see the little R with the circle, and it's like, okay, oh, okay, you've registered, mm-hmm. you have not registered, but you're maybe planning on it or you, so you've got me, uh, you've got me looking at, uh, at, at, um, uh, whether it's publications or or, or even just mm-hmm. TV, you've got me mm-hmm. looking at it mm-hmm. with a, a more critical mm-hmm. eye. And- right. No, and it's interesting because you'll be out and about and you just start to see, like, look at that trademark. And then you start to see some that are clearly infringing on somebody else's mark, Ooh. you know, that are very clear. So, If someone wanted to reach out to Susanna M. Mahady, uh, how, can they, uh, how can they reach out to you? They can always find me through my website, which is mahadylaw.com. That's M-A-H-A-D-Y-L-A-W.com. Or you can email me at smahady at mahadylaw.com. We do these 10-minute nuggets of information every Wednesday right here on Facebook Live and then bump it over to YouTube and LinkedIn. Or, of course, you can listen to it at at your convenience on demand on your favorite podcast platform. Susanna, uh, you, you mentioned the cat's out of the bag. You're in Italy. I, I hope you're having uh, a great Ava time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do it again next week. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.